Welcome to Uplift, Inspiring Stories to Uplift the World. It is a show, a podcast, a videocast that transcends cultures and borders to bring you the most heartwarming, uplifting, and inspiring stories from around the globe. I am Gemma Sereniti Gorokov, and today, coming from Alberta, Canada, we have Dr. Christine Perkins joining us. Dr. Christine has been practicing naturopathic medicine since 1997. The successful treatment of her patients includes the use of homeopathic and botanical medicine, nutrition and supplementation, detoxification, emotional freedom techniques, the tapping technique, bioscan, the original Bowen technique, Kundalini yoga, and transformational coaching, to name just a few. She has extensive successful clinical experience and is sought out for her expertise in the areas of emotional health, chronic complex disease, and transforming the cellular expression of disease into a state of abundant health through the transformational mindset coaching, being referred to by her colleagues and peers within the conventional and naturopathic medical fields. Dr. Christine focused on whole person healing, brings together the aspects of physical, mental, energetic, and spiritual health and wellness. She determines the underlying cause of symptoms and conditions and tunes in to a person's needs so that she can introduce healthy options that support a person's best health. When speaking of her practice, she shares, I want people to feel like they are coming home here, never suffering alone, and I want them to realize that they can get a to a different level of health and wellness. I look at my hands and I feel so honored by how many people they have helped, literally thousands. Christine Perkins is the founder of Radiant Health. This is probably the best name you could have found. Absolutely. Yes. Radiant Health. Yeah, and thank you for having me today, Gemma. It's such an honor. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really appreciating you for that. So today on Uplift, let's talk about a specific event that happened in your life that is inspiring because of how it unfolds and it ends, right? Right, absolutely. And, you know, I think in the naturopathic model of living, you know, when we swear our naturopathic oath, when we graduate, we actually say in our oath that we will uh, uphold all the principles that we practice by in our own personal lives and we will live that way in our own personal lives so the life of a naturopath is often full of good nutrition and exercise and healthy mindset and movement everything that you could imagine the naturopathic doctor would prescribe to their patients they should be doing for themselves so it was quite a surprise to me uh, about seven six seven years ago um, I had a, a spot on my arm. I've got a nice scar here now. I don't know if we can see it across my arm here where um, I uh, had a little tiny lesion, a little tiny red spot. And I'd ask my dermatologist for, because I'm blonde and I'm fair. And I was a child of the seventies where, you know, sunscreen was not used very often. And if it was, it was SPF four, maybe 15. My parents were very unaware that that even really existed. Um, and they were beachgoers. So I often was at a beach and I often was burned, um, but I'd been living a really healthy lifestyle. Um, so 
I had this tiny little lesion on my arm, but it was red and it developed a little bump under it. And I asked my dermatologist to remove it. We'd been watching it for years. He didn't think it was anything. And um, a few days later, this was prior to the pandemic. So the, a few days after he'd done the biopsy, because it was really quite quick in the laboratories at that point, um, they determined that this was something very rare. And it was a um, lichenoma or a lichenous um, kind of autoimmune skin condition that had melanoma-like pigmentary changes to it. So it had melanoma possibilities of transforming into melanoma. And so he phoned me and said, I'm terribly sorry. We've got to get you in and get this removed right away. So that was the very first time I dealt with any kind of skin cancer or pre-cancerous kind of condition. And of course, I'm, I'm tracked very often by this dermatologist. And then the pandemic happened and I missed a year of getting in to see him. And over that time, I developed a spot about this big on my back and uh, and it began to get itchy and it was pink and red. And we, I thought, OK, well, I better get this removed. So I went to see him. And again, this time, this one was basal cell carcinoma. So I've been dealing with different types of skin cancer for the past you know, six, seven years and um, and we, we removed it more than once because it came back. It kept coming back. It kept coming back. And I sought the expertise of many different practitioners. I saw different holistic practitioners, naturopathic doctors that specialize in just oncology. I sought out another dermatologist for a second opinion. And I was doing everything I was told to do, not just conventional and not just naturopathic medicine. I was combining the two of them. Um, and then... Um, because that lesion in my back kept coming back, it was actually um, really quite painful to have the surgery done and, and recover from that surgery each time. And then the third time it started to come back, I started to get um, frustrated with the system that I was in of just remove it, let it heal for three more months, have another painful surgery. And of course, you know, when I'm, it's on my back and I can't take care of it myself, I have to be, I'm somewhat dependent upon my, my husband to help me dress it and clean it and take care of it. So, um, and let, not alone living in pain, you know, you're, I was living in pain for, for many, many months at a time. So, I started doing some more research and looking into another form of treatment that was um, using an eggplant extract. It's actually been very well researched by Dr. Bill Cham out of um, Australia. Um, and the cream that I used was called uh, Curaderm BEC5, and it has been shown to work on basal cell, squamous cell um, uh, carcinomas of the skin. And so we began that treatment. With the permission of my uh, dermatologist, we said, okay, we're gonna just not cut it out this next time. We're going to try your treatment and see what happens. It was supposed to be about 12 weeks at most of using this cream. The cream actually has the ability to penetrate into the layers of the skin where the skin cancer cells are. The skin cancer cells have an affinity to pick this alkaloid up out of the cream from the eggplant, and it induces what's called apoptosis, and it causes the cells to explode. And then they kind of create an ulcer in the back or an ulcer in the lesion and, and all those cells, those dead cells then move forward and expelled out. So it's supposed to take about 12 weeks to have that um, heal. And mine was not taking 12 weeks. Mine was taking many, many more weeks and new skin cancer lesions were starting to show up. And probably the defining moment for me where I had a pivotal change in my health or a pivotal change in my thinking was we we were in Mexico at this beautiful resort. I was being pampered by, you know, the chefs and the concierge and everyone taking care of my husband and I. We were there for his daughter's wedding and we were having this 
it was a beautiful experience, gorgeous atmosphere. I sh I'm in the lap of luxury and there had been some emotional stress between myself and, and uh, my stepdaughter and her mother. And it had stemmed from years past, but it was kind of culminating. And um, I had worked my best to make it be a good experience for everyone. I'm, I feel like I forgive and I'm a generous person and I've worked on that for many, many years in my life. Um, but the, what was happening to me was not, the treatment towards me was not changing. And I knew that there was something that I was doing to invite that. Like I knew that there was something going on in my life that was having the situation, the cancer, I'd had two more spots of skin cancer show up on my back while we were away. I felt very, very um, misunderstood and not accepted in the group of people that I was with. I felt very alone except for just my husband. And my mind just started to spiral down and down and down to the point where I was um, sitting by the pool crying at this beautiful resort. And in that moment, I had a moment of this has to change. I cannot go on like this. My mind can't be let, I can't let my mind get like this. I can't let what other people think of me get like this. I can't let my health continue to spin out of control. And so I started digging more into the research. I started digging more into things that I knew. So the research was, um, I, I dug more into diet. Uh, I knew that flour and sugar were um, definitely not supporting my immune system. And you know, when you're away at a resort, you can't really help that very much. Like I, I really just had to eat the food that was served to me. Um, but I knew when I got home from that vacation that flour and sugar would come out of my life completely. Um, and then the next thing that I knew that I needed to change was the supplements I was taking. I'd done quite a bit more research um, through uh, different cancer uh, podcasts that I'd watched and, and seen some more experts speak on them about preventing the cancer cells from actually getting a chance to reproduce themselves. So I changed a whole whack of my supplements and I started taking Garcinia. I started taking more garlic. I started taking... Um, uh, alpha lipoic acid in high doses, uh, uh, glutathione in large doses. I started taking quite a bit more supplements in a stronger um, in a stronger dose so that it would really, really halt those cells from reproducing. And uh, and then with the dietary changes, and then I also knew that my mindset had to change. There was something that I needed to do about my mind. I have studied these principles uh, with the law of attraction, the universal laws, the laws of abundance. I've studied and practiced these and used them in my practice in terms of the metaphysics of why does a disease show up in a, a certain body? Like for instance, if someone has a hip issue, hips are responsible for carrying us forward in life. Hips are responsible for moving forward in life. So when we get a hip issue, it's often because we're afraid. We're afraid to move forward. We don't know what we're moving forward into. I think this is why we see a lot of elderly people getting hip issues and broken hips because we no longer in our society as a whole honor our elderly and care for our elderly on a personal level. We don't have a revered place for our elderly. We sometimes, many times, they get put in homes, they somewhat are ignored, they're taken by it to care of other people. And I believe that that is uh, part of the reason they break their hips. It's just part of the metaphysics of why we would develop a hip issue over a knee issue, for instance, or an elbow issue. So I've been practicing this in my practice for a very long time and looking at this and, and trying to figure this out. 
And I thought, I've got to go back to the yoga. I've got to go back to the Kundalini yoga and I'm going to be practicing uh, my lymphatic techniques, my adrenal and stress um, protocols, and I'm going to be meditating for prosperity. And I'd been doing that for maybe two weeks when I got an email from Mary Morrissey in my inbox. And Mary Morrissey has created the Brave Thinking Institute where um, her, she and her um, team train people like me and people like, um, you can be anyone actually to become uh, certified in life coaching skills. So, and they focus on the idea that we are spiritual beings having a physical existence and that there are laws that are seen and unseen, seen like gravity. You know, you throw something in the air and it falls down, that's gravity working. We don't necessarily see that law, but we see the effects of it. There are other unforeseen physics laws than quantum physics laws that exist, and we need to harness them to have uh, wellness and health. So I, it sort of was intriguing to me, this idea of hmm, maybe there's actually a program out there that will put together the things that I've been thinking about. So um, I had a call with her, one of her team members, and I instantly knew. I instantly knew that that would be the program that would help me transform my mindset and so much so that within uh within days of that conversation i was already training not only doing it for myself but training to be able to do this with my own patients because this is an aspect of health that we don't we deal with the physical we give supplements as a naturopath we do body work as a naturopath we do iv therapies as a naturopath we can do all these things to affect the physical body I do EFT and tapping to help with the emotions and the emotional aspect of what we're dealing with. But then there's like this energetic, emotional, physical part that all merges. They're not separate. And this, this spiritual aspect of us, this ability to change our mindset, I know it's our brain, but it's our thinking. And it's, it's, it's a way of thinking when we know we're connected to the universal mind that shifts things for us. So um, this has become a part of my practice and not only my own life, but a part of my patient's practice because it actually shifts their health. And there is even some studies done on this that it shows that this program, the dream building program, which I took and have been certified to teach now, this is the program that helps patients. Um, well, first we help them blueprint what is a life that they would love to have? And we look at the four quadrants in their life. We look at health and well-being. We look at um, relationships. We look at the work and we look at time and money freedom for people. These are just four quadrants that we look at. Because if you've got um, loads of money, but you don't have your health, you really don't have much of a life. And if you have great health, but you live in poverty, you're also out of balance. And so it's about having what we call like global abundance. So we look at all the quadrants and we, we aspire and we dream, we create a blueprint for a life we would love to be living. And this is kind of the key question is I ask patients, what would you love? Not what do you need? Or even what would you want? What would you love? Because love is a vibration of healing. Love is a vibration. It's, a, it's one of the highest vibrations that we have available to us to feel. Even if you think about it, when you, your feelings, so your thoughts create your feelings, your feelings create your actions, your actions create your results. Our thoughts, and they do, we, what we think makes us have a feeling. So think about this. You think about losing your wallet. It's instantly we feel panic. And then you remember, oh, right, it's in my coat pocket from the other day. Oh, it's calm. Our thoughts can create our feelings. Then the feelings create those actions. 
right? The actions then will lead to the results that we're getting. Our mind is very powerful. So by creating a vision of the future, a vision of us three years from now where everything's all worked out, this is what I ask people to do. And we spend time blueprinting this. What would this dream be like? Then we start to work through the gap because there's a gap from where we are now to where we want to be, right? So there was a gap in my health. I had all this knowledge. I had all of these these other tools, but there was still a gap from where I was to where I wanted to be to have this vibrant, radiant, beautiful health with also my skin acting as a protective barrier that was every cell of my body vibrating in harmony with the laws of the universe. This is where health comes from. And there's a process that we take people through or that I went through to get there. So um, long story short, within about four to six months, of doing this work for myself. I went back to the dermatologist because I had another spot on my back and I thought, oh, I'm going to have that biopsied. And it came back negative. And it was the very first time in the seven years that I had been going to see him that there had been nothing on my body that he needed to burn off, cut out, biopsy, sample. It was the very first time in that length of time. And the really, truly, the big thing that shifted was my mindset. It was what I was thinking and it was having a clear vision of what I want, what I would love, a clear vision of what my health would be like in that ultimate state. And then my cells were able to heal with everything else that I did. I'm not saying it was only that, but I think that was the biggest shift that I made um, during the time frame that the healing really began to take place. Yeah. And so I hope that also you know, other people will start to be able to, obviously my patients benefit from this because they come to see me, but my hope is that as I tell this story more and more to people, they will have this inspiration that there's actually a power inside of them that they can harness, that can create a life that they love, that can create the, the most vibrant and radiant health that they could ever imagine having, having. And this is, I feel my privilege, my honor, my duty to help them now see this and achieve this and, and go for this because this is where the true results occur. Otherwise, we just wind up kind of creating the same old thing, the same old thing again and again, like I had been doing for six years, right? Totally. Thank you for sharing all of that, Dr. Christine. You absolutely nailed the story of it, the inspirational mm -hmm. story of all of that. So you are certified in that dream building program invented and created by Mary Morrissey. Yes, yes. And you teach that to others and you get your clients to actually experience this deep, deep transformation so that they too can experience the health of their dream, the work of their dream, the life of their dream, the money of their dream, everything. Yes, absolutely. You know, when you think about any any visionary, you know, if you take Thomas Edison, who created the light bulb, he he took 10,000 versions of the light bulb to finally get there. But he used to do what he called the Edison naps. And he would sit in his rocking chair and get into a meditative state. This is maybe when he was trying to figure out a problem that had existed. And he would hold a rock in one hand and he would kind of rock himself in this meditative state. And when the rock, he had a bucket beneath him, his hand, and when the rock would drop, he'd known he'd fallen asleep and he was, he was not in the meditative state and he would wake up again. But he was accessing another level of consciousness to find the answers. 
it's impossible to find the answers to fix a solution that like to find a solution for something that's here when we stay stuck in the here and now we have to have a higher vibration vision a higher vibration the calibration has to be higher for us to create that ultimate health that ultimate wealth that ultimate abundance in relationships in every in every aspect of our lives and we have to become that vibration you know it just doesn't come to us just because we have that dream just because i help patients create the blueprint to have that dream it doesn't mean that that's just going to fall out of the sky and land for them Oftentimes people will say it's unbelievable what happened. You'll never believe it. It happened out of the blue. So it seems kind of miraculous, but really what we're doing in the program is we're changing the frequency and the vibration that we actually live at because we create the blueprint, but then we also look at these paradigms that show up. You know, everybody is a human being. I am a spiritual being inside of a human body. So this spiritual, there's this infinite, I look at it like a, a line like this between me and the infinite and then, or my soul is this part of this infinite spectrum. But then my physical body is part of the polarity of this, of this world. And I'm sort of like my physical body is almost like an avatar that my, my inner soul has kind of merged into, right? That's kind of how I see it. That physical body is going to experience all the polarities that exist in our universe. We have hot and cold, night and day, uh, sickness and health. We have all these opposites and the physical body is going to experience those. But my, my um, spiritual body is beyond that. It is, it is not necessarily uh, affected by those things, right? So I have to expect that I'm going to have these physical experiences that happen. But what helps me get out of them easier, what helps me heal from them, what helps me stay positive is knowing about this connection, right? So knowing about, and, and my physical body will kick in with paradigms. So for instance, a paradigm would be, it's not the right time. Oh, I really like what she's talking about, but oh, I couldn't do it. She can do it, but that's not for me. It's a voice of dissuasion that kicks in. And I think all of us have heard that at different times in our life. It's the voice of fear that is trying to protect us from trying something new or doing something new and potentially failing at it right? But just like Edison, you know, he failed 9,999 times before he hit the right one. He didn't look at that as, as failure. He looked at that as feedback. It was feedback that he hadn't figured it out yet, right? It's the same with walking. When we're little babies and we're walking, we're learning to walk. We don't, after a few times of falling down, think, oh, well, that's not for me. I guess it's for everybody else, but not for me. We fall, we get back up, we try again until we get it until we're capable of getting it. So this is the mindset of, you know, not allowing those negative thoughts to come in, not allowing those old negative patterns and belief systems to inhibit what we actually can have. If we can dream it, because we are part, we are, my mind is part of the universal mind. If I can dream something, it is already part of the universal mind. There is an answer for it. I could not possibly dream what is impossible. It's just not possible to do that in this universe because my mind is part of the universal mind. So then it just becomes, well, if I can dream it and I test the dream, we have a process of learning to test if our dream is right for us. Not, not am I worthy for the dream, but is, it, is the dream worthy of me to put my precious time and energy and focus into? Is my dream worthy of me? We, put, we actually have a, some questions we ask. And when we get the yes factor that it is, then we know we can put our energy and effort towards bridging where we are now to get to that space. So I help my patients and clients 
um, deal with their fears. I help them learn to walk with fear, to realize that fear is just a signal, it's feedback, that you're just on the green edge of the growing and you're just about to step over into doing something that you haven't done yet, but it doesn't mean that you haven't done it or can't do it. And then um, we also do several weeks of forgiveness work. This is also very critical. So this is part of the development that happens in the Dream Builder program. So we're changing ourselves. We're changing our vibration. We are becoming the vibration of that man or woman in our vision so far ahead. And we're, we're connected to that part of ourselves so that we can even in a moment like Edison was sort of asking his higher self, what is my next step? What is my next, what is, what am I supposed to be doing next? I ask the same thing of my higher self often now. What is the answer to this? What do I need to do? And sometimes I get odd answers, like I'll get an answer that doesn't really make a lot of sense. I still do it anyways, because I, I have learned to trust that sense of connection to that inner self, that higher self, to lead me in the right directions towards what my, my vision is for myself in three years time. And that doesn't, like I said, it doesn't just con concern my health, it, I have visions for my relationships, I have visions for the causes that I want to support and create, how I wanna give. So it's not just about getting, it's about what would I love to give back? How, what, what type of person would I love to be? And so this is the development that takes place and you shift your vibration changes and you become the vibrational match to your person that you visualize in the future. And that's where we take that blueprint. We bridge the gap. We build and accelerate the dream and then we become that person. And it's lifelong work. As I said, my dream changes often, right? I have different different um, dreams now of what my health is. You know, before I dreamt mostly about my skin being this perfect, radiant, protective shield for me. Now that that's happened and it's taken place, I have other, you know, visions of what my life will be, like how I wake up in the morning filled with energy and this desire to exercise daily and this desire to, to be a person of increase and influence people in a positive, happy, that takes energy. So I see myself that way. I visualize my interactions with people and how they will go. So my dream changes. The tools that I've learned in this program will last with me for my entire life as they do with my with my clients and my patients they use this over and over and often even once we're done with the dream building program they're very surprised that the the three months has gone by that we've been working together and they're they want to learn more and so there are other opportunities that i have uh, that i do guide people through now as well where we dive a little deeper into those um, spiritual laws, those universal laws, and also um, where I help people learn about resilience in really tough times, and also um, really stepping into their own genius. There's another program that I teach called Into Your Genius. So there's some incredible opportunities that Mary Morrissey has created, and then I've partnered with her and the Brave Thinking Institute to be able to bring this on a mass scale to to people. So I teach in, I teach one-on-one um, -on -one, and I also teach in groups. So sometimes I take a group of women, um, particularly I'm actually taking groups of men through this as well. Sometimes they want to have that separation depending on what they are facing and what they're dealing with. Other times I have mixed groups and sometimes I work one-on-one -on -one with people. Yeah. Fascinating. Thank you so much. Dr. Christine, you really bring so much joy uplifting inspiring energy i'm very very happy to have you on the show share so much of that 
dream building, you are actually giving us the dream, the space to create that dream, so that then we know that not only we can make it, we can do it, we can achieve it, but we can also lean on you to get it to come. Absolutely, because that's another really critical part is what we call partners in believing, right? So we teach about having a partner in belief. I don't allow my patients to succumb to that negativity that tells them they'll never be able to do it. It won't happen for me. If they can visualize it, if they can dream it, I know 100% it is doable and I hold them to that. I'm not holding them to a time frame, and I'm not holding them negatively. I'm just here to say, you're so much more than these circumstances. The circumstances might feel awful right now and they often do. And oftentimes when we make a decision to be the person in that dream or to have that dream, a lot of things come up to be healed because they don't match the vibration anymore. Right. So there is a bit of a tumultuous phasing as we as we break free from this place where we're stuck and we're caught and we don't know the answers and we can't figure things out when we're breaking free from that. It's a little rocky. Right. And I'm there holding my patients up saying, you can do this. I believe in you. I know it's possible. And then what I do is I help them reconnect to their vision. When we reconnect to the vision and we're in that space and vibration of the vision, that is also then when I guide them through a process to ask for assistance and ask for the answers to come to them. I also teach practices that we do before we go to bed. I teach practices we do in the morning. I teach practices that encourage this on their own so that people can become this for themselves. But it is really important that we create uh, partners in believing sort of like a community like you have or something like that where people where you believe that uplifting stories are going to help other people be uplifted this belief in this has power and and weight and it will speak to other people so the the, the connection is very important the accountability the motivation the inspiration that I bring is very important and I truly believe that it is it is my calling this is part of what my calling was it's always been to help people um, I always knew that I wanted to help people and I always knew there was a higher power involved in health and that's probably what led me down the naturopathic path amongst a couple of other things that happened in my family um, but to stay with it and to be uh, to see so many trans lives transformed through naturopathic medicine and through um, the power of, of using our minds to help us create, you know, the life we would love. It's really incredible. And I'm inspired to keep bringing it to people because it is uh, it's a calling for me now. It's, it's just I know it's something that uh, the world needs, especially now in our minds. We need this now. Fabulous. And indeed, that is true. We need this now. So to reach out to you, radianthealth.ca as in Canada, and uh, you're also on Facebook, LinkedIn, all your details are listed in the description of this episode. So make sure to connect with Dr. Christine Perkins so that you can really have that vibrant, radiant, gorgeous person guiding you on your journey towards reaching your dream. That is uplifting. Thank you so much, Dr. Christine, for being here today. Yeah, thank you, Gemma. It's been wonderful. So we are just talking about raising up our vibration. How do you go about that? Well, one of the things that we teach in the Dream Building Program, and, and it's one of the key things that we teach, is to notice what we're noticing. 
right? This is all about awareness. So we start to notice when our mind is shifting, when our mood is shifting, when our feelings are constrictive, contractive, down. And many of us know the principles of the universe. Like I said, I've been researching them and studying them and using them, practicing them for about 30 years in my life. But never until I did the dream building program did I have something that was so structured, but and discipline, but not in a negative way, just in a way that helped me build and build and build and build until this is now a habit and a practice. Because the, as humans, we're going to have moments where life is challenging, right? We notice, we notice what we're noticing, we notice when life is challenging. And as we start to notice that, we pause ourselves, and we take this breath, we breathe in through the nose. We breathe out through the mouth as if we're breathing out a straw. Already I feel my nervous system changing. Breathe in through the nose. And then out through the mouth. And just that breath alone shifts us from the sympathetic nervous system overdrive where you've got adrenaline and cortisol, very inflammatory products over, over time, into the parasympathetic state, which is where we're more relaxed, we're creative, we're digestive, we're regenerative. So we start with that and then we move into our vision. We actually spend time with our vision. We get into the vision of the place where things are awesome. It's been three years. Every resource has come to me to help me solve any issue I have. It's perfect. I don't have to know the how of what that vision is. I just have to be in vibration with the vision. My conscious mind will want to kick in and go, but how are you going to do it? How's that going to happen? What are you just and we go into the vision of it's worked out. That's the vibration. It's amazing. Imagine if your life worked out on all levels. It feels for me, joyful, happy, loving, exciting, inspiring. It's forgiving. It's, I have so much positive energy when I'm in that vibration. So we learn to reconnect to that quickly and then begin to ask questions from that state. So an example would be in my office recently, I had a nurse that decided she wanted to become a travel nurse and my and she, she was giving me a month's notice. And instantly my brain went, cause I'm human, my brain went into, oh, it's so much work to hire someone. I'm gonna have to get on Indeed. I'm gonna have to interview people. And then I noticed what I was noticing. I noticed what I was thinking and I thought, okay, I'm really grateful for everything she's done in my clinic. And I slipped quickly into gratitude of she's been amazing. She saw us through the pandemic. She was so good to all of my patients. And then I thought, okay, so Christine, in three years, everything's all worked out for you. You've this amazing practice that you already have visualized. So what would you do if it was me right now? You already know the answers. And instantly I had a message of go onto Facebook, Put a note out to the nurses that you know on Facebook that you're looking for a nurse that would be willing to work in a naturopathic practice, alternative practice, if they had experience would be great, but that you're hiring. Within 10 days, I had two nurses that were the perfect fit for my practice and it was almost effortless. But this is just a recent example of how that happens in my life. So we live this human experience, we're gonna get buffeted and experience all human emotions but not getting so connected when I notice what I'm noticing, it's a very low vibration. I quickly shift into breathing, gratitude, back into my vision, and then connect, that's my blueprint. 
that's my blueprint. I need to know how to get to, you couldn't build a house without a blueprint. If you didn't have a blueprint for your house and you just went to your builder and said, I want a 2000 square foot home and I need to have two bathrooms in it. You could get the two bathrooms side by side. You could get one big room. You get 20 tiny rooms. You need a blueprint to be specific, to get the thing that you, you vision, you envision for yourself. And it's sad. Most people spend more time planning a vacation than they do planning their life. They spend more time detailing, where am I going to go? What will I wear? What should I pack? What are our flights? What connects? What's this? We don't do that with our lives. We just skid around from experience to experience to experience, but there's actually a key. And the key is to know how to blueprint it. And the blueprint becomes what you follow to keep going back to so that you eventually have and are, you become the woman or man in the vision, but you've also got all those things in your life, whether it's travel or excellent health or recovery from a cancer like me or something else. You have that because you step-by-step step got there and you let your intuition, you let your soul guide you to get there. Yeah. Thank you for this bonus lesson. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. Absolutely love it. Thank you, Dr. Christine. It's my pleasure. <laughs>